0: Friends, Romans, and sports fans, no longer lend your ears to a sports update. It has been canceled due to an unfortunate lack of sports. And no, we will not be having a coronavirus update. Oh, yeah! This is the Catch My Eye podcast. Begins on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. We will always have mercy on your ears. All you who listen, profess
1: yourselves enemies to all other joys which the most precious square of sense possesses, and find that this alone felicitates your dear highness's love. Amen. Is it not great to have a sports podcast when there's no sports? It is time for the first episode of That Life Together. And before we go into our quiz, of course, I would like to share you that, yes, other sportscasters are, are around the nation are ex- experiencing the crunch. I got an email with a subject line of live video chat today, sportscasters dealing with today's uncertain times because as it says in the email, sportscasters nationwide will be challenged economically and emotionally for the foreseeable future because they're losing opportunities to do what they love in covering sports so yes, I'm not alone but I would like to leave you with a message of hope because I also got this other email from the Common App. One of the things about the coronavirus is the fact that man, a bunch of emails come pouring in about all these cancellations and on and on about the coronavirus. The best one though, perhaps, is the Common App. So, the Common App for applying to colleges? so I got an email from the Common App notifying me that, yes, the Common App is monitoring the ongoing developments regarding the spread of the coronavirus. But, the end of the email concludes. Most importantly, take care of yourself. Your future is bright, and we need you at your best and healthiest as you pursue your dreams. Don't hesitate to reach out for help if you need it. We will always be here to continue to help you reach... New Heights, your friend's common app. Well, did not know I had a friend named Common App, but and that's what we'll be here today is we want to reach new heights as you battle the coronavirus. And so, after s- talking and sharing with you that message of hope from the Common App, let's start giving you that hope. We turn now to our quiz question from last time.
0: With this. And now I privy. Take off thy duns cap. Put on thy gown of wisdom. Because it is time for the quiz. We
1: return to Wednesday's game... The Denver Nuggets and the Dallas Mavericks, and we asked you to name the former Clipper who had been a fan and favorite during his fairly brief time in Los Angeles, he was now on the Dallas Mavericks, and man he had a monster game in helping the Dallas Mavericks getting defeated, get defeated in their last game before the postponement we'll see if the season resumes at some point. We hope we hope that it does. But yes, this player had 31 points, 17 boards in the 113 to 97 victory over the Denver Nuggets. Who was this? The answer was Boban Marjanovic, the Serbian 7 foot 3 center came into the league uh, with the Spurs. And he came with Tobias Harris, in fact. He came to the Clippers with Tobias Harris. In fact, that was in the Blake Griffin trade to the Detroit Pistons. They get back Tobias Harris. Boban, some draft picks. And yes, against I'll no one would have expected it, but Boba Mivanovitch became a very big fan favorite with the Clippers while he was there, and apparently the denver nuggets is a pretty good matchup for him uh this you know the thirty one points is obviously way more than he did with the clippers, but back in two thousand eighteen back to february twenty seventh two thousand eighteen. E was a big reason. The Clippers were struggling at the time. That was the that was the year that they did not make the playoffs. They went forty-two and forty that year. But they were playing the Denver Nuggets at the Pepsi Center, and Boban they were d- they were down quite a bit. And Boban led the charge in the comeback. He did not was not the high score that belonged to Lou Williams, who played uh, thirty six minutes. But Boban, in just over fifteen minutes in that game, scored eighteen points and was a plus twenty seven when he was on the floor for his plus, plus minus rating. Uh, so yeah, and he was five of eight. He was. a and he was the dude who led the comeback against that Denver Nuggets team back when he was with the Clippers. And back when Boban was with the Clippers. And now that team did not end up making the playoffs. They kind of fizzled at the end. Uh, that's why they only went 42-40. But that was a year that it was a very fun Clippers team, just because they kept fighting, they could come back from huge deficits like that Denver Nuggets game. At this point, they were thirty-two and twenty-seven, but they won that game one twenty-two to one twenty. Now in this Denver Nuggets Dallas Mavericks game that just happened on Wednesday, obviously it was not nearly as close. It was one thirteen to ninety-seven, but Boban was Similarly, way above his head as far as performance-wise. Uh, this time he played 31 minutes. He was a starter actually in this game. He was 12 of 20, 31.7 rebounds. Actually, it was only a plus five when he was on the floor and plus minus rating. But it was obviously a huge factor, along with Luka Doncic, of course. And that may have been a big win for the Clippers, that Dallas Mavericks game. I don't want to put too much because, again, I'm not really, it's not, to me at least, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Playoff seeding, because I think at this point, the Clippers are better than anyone, so if they had been, if it had been, say, the Lyc like, City Clippers, where they were kind of back, they they weren't, they were never really considered the best team, the best roster. I would say that would have been very important to get home court advantage. It's very nice to get home court advantage, but mm, it's not, it's not all that big of a deal. But yes, the Dallas Mavericks definitely, Dallas Mavericks and Bobon definitely did the Clippers a favor by having by being the dick for nuggets who are now 43 and 22 now as I said those two games are obviously outliers because Boban, eh, this year is not nearly as dominant as he displayed that game he's only played. 37 games, started two this this year for the Dallas, averaging 6.3 points, so clearly not a major part of a team, and that's pretty much what he, that's pretty much what he's averaged over his NBA career, which started in 2015. As I said, he's a Serbian, and he did also play in the G League. Obviously, his, his, er, not obviously, but his limits, er, his minutes are limited because even though he is 7'3", he's kind of slow, so his, de- his defense is limited, so it's very hard for him to stay on the floor, but when he gets going, it's fun to watch just because he is so tall, 7'3", and he's a good free throw shooter too, but... Yes, he's so tall. I mean, he doesn't even have to jump in order to easily put it through the rim. Also, the bobby and Toby short, shorts, Uh just like vi- little videos that they the Clippers put out when they were together. That also helped the whole Bob Boban fan favorite atmosphere when the. Fans would be chanting Boban at Staples Center. Alright, we now turn to something that's. We turn away from basketball, right? Basketball's gone, baseball's gone, everything's gone at this point. But. We turn away from basketball because, let's just put it this way, I don't, well, I don't know about you, but the history of the game I do not find nearly as interesting as maybe other histories, specifically baseball's history. I love watching baseball. I love how it goes. It's every day you get to see a baseball game. Unlike basketball, basketball's pretty darn good. Football is just, you know, once a week. Although, even then, it's Monday, (laughs) Thursday, and then you get get it on Sunday again. But, I do like the actual, watching the actual sport, it's probably, I like basketball and football better, but the history of baseball is fascinating. And so, it is is by far the richest of uh, all the sports, just because been going on longer than any other sport. Uh, or at least we're talking the three major sports: football and basketball. Been going on m- much longer than any of those. The characters are colorful. Mm. Baseball history is just so fun. So that's what we'll turn to, right, uh, for our next quiz question. Now we need to turn to the time, when was the time that baseball was not going on, that everyone remembers. Of course it would be the 1994 baseball strike, which of course happened in the 1994, it happened, they walked out on August 12th, they suspended the season, or that suspended the season on August 12th. And so they took away the postseason. They announced that it would not be going on a month later, September 14th. Of course, the real reason why we're talking about the 1994 season is not really because the fact that that was the last time that you know baseball was taken away from us, of course, all the other sports were not taken away from us as well that year, but the real reason, of course, is because I have the Baseball America's 1995 Almanac that we can peruse. And so I was looking, by the way, to give you an idea of the time in 1994, you think now oh, it's what, 26 years ago? Not nah, so not so long ago well two American league teams opened new stadiums in 1994 Cleveland and Texas so Cleveland Cleveland opened Jacobs Field Well, Texas inaugurated the ballpark in Arlington well the ballpark in Arlington is now gone no longer in use New stadium for the Texas Rangers. That's how long ago 1994 was. Also, people like Charlie Huff were still playing in 1994. Of course, people also... Oh, Hershiser. that was his last year in Los Angeles. It, it was in 1994. Now, of course, he's the... TV broadcaster, TV analyst, Tim Wallach, who's been a long time uh, partner with Don Mattingly in his managerial in Mattingly's managerial career. He was also on the 1994 Dodgers. So yeah, it was a long time ago. In fact, the lifetime of a ballpark ago. I also do want to mention that Somebody, a couple famous people, shall we just say relatively famous people, died in 1994, including, well, the two would be Mr. Marv Thronberry. Now, who was Mr. Marv Thronberry? He was the first baseman in that New York Mets expansion team of 1962 where they went 40 and 120 under Casey Stengel. That was his best season in 1962 and he batted 244 with 16 homers. And yes, he was not particularly known for his glove either. The I recall the story of Mar Thronberry being cheered when he, a hot dog wrapper, floated out of the stands, and he circled under it, waiting for it to come down, and finally caught it in the first baseman's glove, It his first baseman's mitt, and the fans gave him a standing ovation. It's kind of what it was like in 1962. Anyway, he died in 1994 of cancer on June 23rd. For his career, he batted only 237 with 53 homers and 170 RBIs in 480 games. So, his career was 1955 and then 1958 to 1963 his Major League career. Those totals were Yes, all those totals, 53 homers, I guess 170 RBIs would be quite a bit, but 53 homers doesn't, now is nothing. But Mark Thornberry will be forever remembered in the hearts of baseball fans because he was one of those colorful characters on that 1962, 40, and 120 Mets. Also another man who died, Harvey Haddocks Haddocks. excuse me, Haddocks. He's known for something quite a bit better. He was the guy who lost 12 perfect innings. Or sorry, he pitched 12 perfect innings. And then he lost in the 13th. So, and he died in, he died in January 8th in Springfield, Ohio. He was only 68 either, so both died young. Emphysema was the cause of death for Harvey Haddix. But in 1959, May 26, he retired. The first 36 Braves, Milwaukee Braves he faced. And then he lost on an unearned run in the 13th. Initially, though, he was credited with a perfect game, but then a MLB ruling took it away. And that is what he will be forever known for. The guy who pitched 12 perfect innings and then lost in the 13th. (laughs) But don't feel too sorry for him because he did win two games in the 1960 World Series for the Pirates. Including the Game 7. The famous Game 7. The only time when a Game 7 in the World Series has ended on a walk-off. Homer, that being the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bill Mazeroski, the second baseman, beating the mighty New York Yankees. If you look at the run differential for that series, it it wasn't even close. The New York Yankees clobbered. The Pittsburgh Pirates in run differential because all the run, all the Pirates victories were, what, two to one, or you know, five to four. Of them, all like these one-two run victories. Well, the three Yankees victories were all like blowouts, you know, like ten to four, 10, 12 to two, stuff like that. But it was the Pittsburgh Pirates, the little Pittsburgh Pirates, that took home the series in Harvey Haddock's was the winning pitcher. Of course, and that in itself might be a kind of a condemnation because everyone remembers the walk-off homer by Bill Mazeroski. Nobody remembers Harvey Haddix. All they remember Harvey Haddix for was the 12 perfect innings followed by the 13-inning loss. <laughs> but this is obviously... Way too way too long. I apologize well, we need to get to our question, right? We've set the table for you. We've told you how long ago it was another way now, the top paid players and the uh nineteen ninety four their 94 contracts, number one was Bobby Benilla, or sorry, Benilla, He was their baseman with the Mets. Two was Ryan Sandberg, three, Joe Carter, four, Rafael Palme- Palmeiro, and five, Kyle Ripken. All what you kind of expect, right? But if you look at the contracts, mm, their contracts... We're not what you expect. And we're going to have you guess what the top paid player in baseball earned in nineteen, well, his 1994 contract. earned? Now, he did not earn this much because of the strike that started on August 12th that we talk, that started talking about. And so he did not earn this, but it would have earned it if... Season I've been played out, so take a so take a guess, email catch my podcast at gmail And if you get the right answer, we will give you multiple choice, of course. Get a free tie. Alright. So number highest contract for nineteen ninety four was it A. Six million three hundred thousand? B ten million five hundred thousand C fifteen million two hundred thousand and or D seventeen million seven hundred thousand. Now just keep in mind everyone what Mookie, what did Mike Chuck get paid last year? What was it? 12 years, $460 million. Also, and you know, Mookie Betts, after this 2018 season with the Dodgers, hopefully it happens. He's going to be, he's going to be trying to get paid more than Mike, that, that Mike truck contract. So, it's going to be, it's going to set the bar even higher. But, <laughs> Just think of how much that far has come. How far c- player contracts has come. And the funny thing is, the reason why they th- one thing that they really did not want the players in 1994 was what salary cap. <laughs> <laughs> that was the that was a major sticking point. Why they cannot come to an a, a labor agreement was. The players were not going to have a salary cap. Which is a little interesting. Uh just a note back from 1994 with the way the players were thinking back then. Alright. We so we turn you to the sportsless world again. Our time together is coming to a close. So, we bid you farewell. But before we do that, of course, we do want to thank you for listening. Uh, Also do want to thank the Blessed Trinity and the Holy Family. Also, my guardian angel and my patron saints, Francis and James the Greater. And my family, my grandmother, and my uncle. Finally Brian Seaman, Adam Osland, Noah Eagle and Michael Madden. Next one is Tuesday, right? Next is Catch My Eye Podcast episode is Tuesday. Do not miss it. Breaking news, right? Would be coming on Tuesday. We all know that. Bon Suelo. The Catch My Eye podcast is dead, my lord.
0: That's but a mistake. You lords and noble friends know our intent. What comfort for this intervening time shall be applied. Nevertheless, your present business is general woe. Friends of my soul, you, the Gord State, sustain until we meet again a few days from hence. Email catchmyeyepodcast at gmail.com. I have a journey, lords, shortly to go. My master calls me. I must not say no.
1: Plus